Hello everyone, I'm just jumping in at the start of the episode to say that I'm recording a question and answer podcast um, probably next week. So if you have any questions you'd like to ask me, could be about learning English, about myself, um, what is the meaning of life? Not sure if I could answer that, but you can ask it. Um, I'm more than happy to answer all of your questions. So you can um, send me them on Instagram, send me a message on Instagram, or if you listen on Spotify, I'll leave a question box on Spotify. Or I guess you could send me an email as well, and I'll try to answer all of your questions. So sorry for interrupting, and here is the episode. Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast for intermediate to advanced level English learners. Does a country actually need an armed forces? What would happen if a nation chose to not have a military and not spend money on defence? Surely every country must have some kind of army. Let's discuss this on today's episode of Thinking in English. Check out the full transcript at thinkinginenglish.blog and why not have a look at my Instagram page, Thinking in English Podcast on Instagram. Here is today's vocabulary list. As always, you can find the written list in the description of the podcast and also on my blog thinkinginenglish.blog Remarkable Remarkable Unusual or special and therefore surprising and worth mentioning. For instance, Nelson Mandela was a remarkable man. Expenditure Expenditure The total amount of money that a government or person spends as in, the government's annual expenditure on health increases every year. Procurement Procurement The process of getting supplies or products, as in, he specialises in the procurement of rare objects. Reliant Reliant Needing a particular thing or person in order to continue to work correctly or to succeed. For example, he's completely reliant on his wheelchair to get around. To demilitarize. To demilitarize. To remove military forces from an area, as in, there is a demilitarized zone between North and South Korea. To dissolve. To dissolve. To end an official organization or legal arrangement. For example, their marriage was dissolved last year. To disband. To disband. To stop existing as a group or organisation, or to end a group or organisation. For example, the international department was disbanded due to the pandemic. Leverage Leverage 
the power to influence people and get the results you want. As in, the British government has little leverage in that part of the world. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has brought the issue of militaries and armies back into everyday discussion. Countries have increased their military spending, strengthened alliances, and ordered brand new weapons since the war began at the end of February. In fact, one of the most remarkable consequences of Russia's war is the turnaround in German military spending. NATO, of which Germany is a member, sets a target for all members to spend at least 2% of their national expenditure on defence. Germany, however, has traditionally been wary of military power and reluctant to spend so much on their army. They were reluctant. Not anymore. In response to Russia's invasion, Germany introduced a historic policy shift. They will spend 100 billion euros on military procurement and will now allocate more than 2% of the nation's gross domestic product to defence. Russia's aggression towards its neighbour has caused countries around the world to re-evaluate their military strength and consider improving their armies. But not every country has an army. While the likes of Germany, NATO allies, East Asian states and Russia are spending more and more money on defence each year, there are a few places around the world that have done the opposite. There are a few countries that do not have a military, do not have an army, and seem to be relatively happy and peaceful. So, the next part of this episode is going to look at one of these countries, the Central American nation of Costa Rica, in more detail. Then I will discuss why countries still have militaries today, and whether we could see a future without armies. Oh, and I have to say a big thank you to my Costa Rican listener, Pablo, who suggested the topic of Costa Rica's military. If any of you ever have a suggestion or request, send me a message on Instagram or through the blog, and I'll add it to my list of ideas. You might think it's normal for a country to have some kind of armed forces or military, but not every country does so. According to the CIA World Factbook, there are actually over 30 countries and territories with no military. Some of these places are completely without any form of army while others rely on larger and more powerful nations for their security. For example, the small European country of Andorra, which is surrounded by Spain and France, relies on its larger neighbours for military defence. 
and the Pacific Island country called the Marshall Islands is completely reliant on the United States. Costa Rica is one of the most famous examples of a country without an army. This is particularly amazing as compared to other militaryless countries, Costa Rica is not located in a peaceful area of the world. Costa Rica is not a tiny island far away from potential threats. It is located in the heart of Central America. Yet, they have existed without an army, as their neighbours in the region have experienced civil wars and conflicts. Costa Rica last had an army in the 1940s. A bloody civil war resulted in the president, Otilio Ulate, being removed from office after accusations of fraud and corruption. José Figueres Ferrer, the leader of the rebel party, was elected as the president of Costa Rica after winning the civil war, and one of his first decisions was to make Costa Rica a demilitarized country. The basic idea was to invest the money Costa Rica saved by abolishing the military into education and into healthcare. And on December the 1st, 1948, Costa Rica officially dissolved their armed forces. If Costa Rica has no military, who protects the country? Well, the Costa Rican police force takes a lot of responsibility for national defence, and a special police unit was established in the 1990s to patrol Costa Rica's borders with Nicaragua and Panama. This police force also helps to counter drug trafficking within and throughout the country. However, Costa Rica does also benefit from the assistance and protection of the USA. The US has had a long interest in Central American politics and maintains a very active presence in Costa Rican waters. Also, while the military is abolished as a permanent institution in Costa Rica, it can be brought back if necessary. So, what has been the impact on Costa Rica? Have they been okay without an army? Well, the answer is you know, pretty much yes. Costa Rica has a level of political and economic and social stability that is relatively unheard of in Central America. They saved a considerable amount of money by not having to invest in a permanent military. And instead, they invested in education, social security and healthcare. Costa Rica is able to fund healthcare and public education much better than its uh, neighbours. And it has a liter literacy rate of 98% and a low infant mortality rate. Costa Rica has also been relatively peaceful, especially in comparison with its neighbours. Costa Rica has not had a civil war since 1948, but since then, El Salvador, Mexico, Nicaragua and Guatemala have all had civil wars and spent a significant amount of money on defence. Panama also had a military coup in the 1980s, 
but since disbanding their army in 1996, have followed Costa Rica in becoming more stable. In fact, Costa Rica is ranked by Freedom House as one of the most free countries in the world, ranking above the USA, all of its neighbours, and many European countries. So, without a military, Costa Rica has been relatively successful. However, we must also remember that while they don't have a military, they are protected through military alliances with the United States and other countries who are committed to protect Costa Rica if any conflict arises. If Costa Rica and about 30 other territories don't have armies, does any country actually need an army? Going without an army has obvious risks. The military is the organisation that defends the country during any kind of conflict or war. We have seen from Russia's invasion of the Ukraine that having a well-trained army has helped Ukraine resist and fight back against Russia's forces. Without a prepared military, Ukraine probably would not have lasted more than a day or two against Russia's larger forces. However, an army has more functions than simply defence. One of the major reasons to have an army is deterrence. And I talked about deterrence in the nuclear weapons episode a few weeks ago. Basically, it's the idea that having a strong army will stop enemies from attacking or bothering you. Even countries like Costa Rica, without an army, have alliances with larger powers, and this alliance acts as a kind of deterrence. A strong military can help secure peace treaties, encourage countries to become your ally, uh, increase negotiating power with other countries, give a country diplomatic and intelligence leverage, and can be useful during natural disasters and health crises. Having a military can be a useful tool in our modern world. So can you imagine a situation where Russia, China, the US, Brazil, India, Pakistan, the EU, the UK, African countries, and Asian countries all trust each other enough to get rid of their militaries? Right now, I can't imagine this. If Taiwan gets rid of its military, China will almost certainly invade. The same is true about Israel and its neighbours, or any other country with territorial disputes. Countries today dislike and distrust each other far too much for all countries to not have armies. But could we see a future without armies? To understand whether we could, we should start by looking at how the current countries without militaries got that way. Most of them, like Micronesia, Palau, Samoa, Tuvalu, did not have armed forces when they became independent and became countries, and they have never needed to make one. These are very small island nations, thousands of miles away from the nearest neighbour, and are not particularly concerned over being invaded, 
Instead, they will rely on the militaries of the US or perhaps New Zealand and Australia. Other countries decided to go through a process of demilitarization. Costa Rica did this, and so did Panama, Haiti, and Grenada. To these countries, having no military is a source of national pride and joy. If you search Costa Rica Army online, you'll find hundreds of results from Costa Ricans celebrating the fact that their country is peaceful, fair, and without an army. The country even hosts the United Nations University for Peace. However, most of the countries that have no military are protected through alliances with other countries or organisations. Iceland is in NATO. Italy protects the Vatican City. Monaco is protected by France. And the US protects many small island nations around the world. Personally, I don't think we will ever see a world without militaries. Or at least, not in our current political configuration. But with technological and scientific advances in military equipment and tactics, we might see a world with less soldiers and less conventional militaries. More advanced defence systems, more advanced cyber security and precision weapons could eventually make physical war with soldiers a less common occurrence in the future. On this episode of Thinking in English, I have tried to introduce the story of Costa Rica, a country without a military. Some of you may think that it is necessary for a country to have an army, but Costa Rica proves that is not always the case. However, for larger countries, countries in more unstable regions, or countries with a lot of enemies, perhaps the military will always be an essential aspect of their country. What do you think? Does a country always need an army? Can you imagine a future without an armed forces? What about your country? Does your country have an army? How much money does your country spend on their military every year? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Thinking in English podcast. Please leave a rating on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen. Um, if you're on Apple, write a review that really, really help, uh, help the podcast and help Thinking in English grow. Check out some of my other episodes. Um, you can look through the list on uh, the Thinking in English blog. There's lots of great content on the blog and also lots of great content on my Instagram page, Thinking in English podcast on the Instagram I'm trying to hit 500 followers, not 500 followers, 500 likes on Spotify and hopefully by the end of April close to 4,000 followers on Instagram. So hopefully you can help me achieve these goals. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can always uh, donate. Um, but the best way really is sharing with your friends, following on Spotify, making sure you listen to the whole episode, even to the me speaking right now. Um, and Yeah, thank you so much. And I hope you have an excellent day. Mm -hmm.